everybody, and welcome to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a weekly program we produce throughout the academic year in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding national liberal arts college. In this 13th edition of season number five, we'll meet the two individuals who have been ministering to MAMA students during the fall semester as the college's co-interim chaplains. We'll also visit with Robin Galloway. She's a 1990 Monmouth graduate and the newest member of the Monmouth College Board of Trustees. Monmouth College is currently conducting a search for a full-time campus chaplain. The position became open when the Reverend Terry Ott, who had served in that position for about a decade, left to become editor of the highly respected Presbyterian Outlook, the national media publication of the Presbyterian Church USA. During the fall semester, two wonderful individuals have served as co-interim chaplain at Monmouth College, the Reverend Monica Corsero and 2014 Monmouth alumnus Brandon Olette. Brandon's wife, Tiffany, is also a Monmouth graduate. She's a school teacher. Brandon's regular job is serving as pastor at Faith United Presbyterian Church, which of course is but a stone's throw from the campus. Brandon said it's both an honor and a bit humbling to succeed Terry Ott, who was one of his mentors when he was a Monmouth College student. Uh, I can't speak uh, anything but good things about the work that Terry has done over the last two years at this college. Um, I think she really transformed uh, this program into something that uh, has helped connect the college back to Presbyterian roots. Um, and, and the good that comes out of that tradition. You know, in the PCUSA, we really uh, believe in inclusion, we believe in social justice, uh, and we believe in education. And these are all qualities that I think are extremely important also in a college realm. So I think taking that legacy and taking that momentum and just continuing it forward, not letting it fizzle out is gonna be extremely important in this interim year, uh, keeping these good programs going, but also maybe thinking of some ways to you know, further expand um, uh, the religious experience of students. We have to be honest with ourselves. We all know that uh, looking at the data that more and more religious folks are becoming disassociated with traditional religious um, uh, ways of, of thinking, right? They're not necessarily members of churches. They're not necessarily going to church, but they're still spiritual in a way. They still connect to something bigger than themselves. So addressing them on that level, seeing where they're at, how they're experiencing their spirituality, I think is, is key to connecting to students. Brandon said it's especially special to serve as the pastor of Faith United Presbyterian Church because of the church's longtime connection to Monmouth College. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm, Monmouth used to have uh, five Presbyterian churches, to my knowledge, maybe it was four, uh, which is amazing to think of in a town that has relatively stayed in that, you know, eight to 10,000 range to have that many Presbyterian churches. Um, of course, it was settled by Scots-Irish immigrants and just as the college was, and uh, Faith in particular has a connection with the college, um, as I believe its first pastor was the president of the college at the time. Uh, 
1964, the churches decided to consolidate and come together as one new congregation, and that's what's now known as Faith United Presbyterian Church. Um, it was kind of amazing how the timing worked out just as I was graduating seminary, going to have to look out for jobs, hoping that we could come back to this community. Uh, the, the job for faith was pretty much posted. I got a call from uh, the committee that was looking for a pastor, asking if I'd be interested. I did an interview and it, you know, whatever you want to call it, if it's uh, a divine intervention or the stars aligned, um, it was kind of amazing that everything just kind of worked out. Brandon came to Monmouth as a music major, but along his educational journey, he had a change of plans. So I think towards the end of my Monmouth career, um, my educational experience, I was realizing that um, although I loved music, I was very passionate about music, uh, it wasn't necessarily something that maybe I wanted to make a living out of. Um, I enjoy small life community, I like small communities, and it's very difficult to make a living in music in a small community. Um, so, uh, but I was always really interested in philosophy and religious studies. I ended up taking a um, world religions course with um, uh, professor Dan Ott and also then Professor um, Hannah Schell um, and completely opened my world to different religions, uh, different world beliefs. I'd never before studied any other type of religious um, experience or religious tradition. Uh, so that got me interested. That kind of got the, the hook in studying that. So I took some more classes and took uh, classes on the Bible, took classes on religion and uh, um, ancient Christian thought and modern Christian thought uh, and really just fell in love with studying religion and particularly my tradition. Christianity. So, um, like I think many college students have, they had a expansion of their kind of religious, um, I don't know what you would call it, uh, just meeting different students from, from different beliefs, right? You realize that you're not the only one, that your way is not the only way of believing. Uh, so I began exploring more and through some mentorship with, with Dan and Terry Ott, um, I came to just fall in love with the PCUSA, its theology, um, kind of its tradition, its foundation, uh, and decided to then um, become a member of the PCUSA. Uh, seminary was a whole nother thing. That was a lot of conversations with uh, Professor Ott, um, a lot of discernment, a lot of spiritual discernment, um, but they decided to kind of take the dive. And then I went to, to Louisville Presbyterian Theological Seminary uh, in Kentucky, did that for three years, got my degree, and we decided to come back to Monmouth. You're listening to the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College, and we're visiting with the college's co-interim chaplains, Brandon Olette and Monica Corsero. A Geneseo native, Monica has served as chaplain at several other college campuses. In her role at Monmouth, she is co-interim chaplain of community engagement, which is an interesting challenge during these challenging times. It means serving the students, faculty, and staff of of the college, well, and then beyond, and connecting um, uh, the town uh, even more so with the community faculty and staff, especially in uh, you know these weird two years or whatever, 18 months we've been in, um, you know, everybody's in trauma. The professors are in trauma. The students are in trauma. Every, everybody, everybody's starting with a little bit of angst. And, um, and uh, I'm here uh, to take on that angst and to companion and uh, be with um, the students, faculty, and staff. And um, I just think that's what we're called to do as people who are religious. No matter, I happen to be ordained in the Christian church, uh, but we have it in all of our faiths, this idea of, for one, to be grateful. Be grateful when we wake up in the morning because, you know, there is the alternative. So I start out every morning being grateful and then 
um, and then how can we serve and be with each other? And uh, so that's that's how I see. Uh, I am an engager, if you can tell, and I love community, and that's that's what we're about here. Uh, in my short time here, I see it everywhere. Uh, I love that I have already gotten to meet um, staff that uh, they're like second and third generation of people that have been connected to Monmouth. And uh, that that says a lot. So um, I am just grateful that I have been invited to be here to be part of the community. And Monica makes it clear that she is not a director in any way. To anybody in this work, I companion with you. I facilitate. I facilitate gatherings. Uh, you might say, well, now the faculty and staff will understand this one. The students won't. But, you know, call me the Julie McCoy of spiritual life. I am here to uh, make sure that uh, stuff is planned for you and is there for you. And usually there's food involved uh, because what is more sacred than sharing a meal together? And so, yeah, I've had to say it a couple times, like, nope, director is, we do not direct. We facilitate, we create, we help students initiate, we help, uh, we partner, we partner with faculty, uh, we partner with staff. And um, I think that says it. And, um, and, you know, the word chaplain originally is cloak. And doesn't that describe it the best? Uh, the cloak—that's that something you need when you when you when it's just not enough uh, to feel that warmth and to feel that embrace. So I really do feel chaplain is the best word. And even as we're being more interfaithy, uh, I, I realize I'm out with my colleagues. I go to national, international events. Who do I meet? I meet the Muslim chaplain. I meet the Jewish chaplain. We do not need to be afraid of that word chaplain. That's Monica Corsero. You also heard from Monmouth graduate Brandon Olette. Together, they are doing a great job serving this school year as co-interim chaplains of the Monmouth College campus. This is the 1853 podcast of Monmouth College. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. In many ways, the career of Monmouth College graduate Robin Galloway is a testament to the power of the liberal arts degree. Robin majored in accounting at Monmouth, and she's a three-decade veteran of the ice cream industry who's also worked in the oil and automotive industries. Robin currently lives in Dallas, where she's president of the ice cream division of DFA Dairy Brands. That's a national milk marketing cooperative owned by family dairy farmers and based in Kansas City, Missouri. Robin was recently named to the Monmouth College Board of Trustees. She says it's an honor as well as an opportunity to serve as a trustee of her alma mater. One, one of the things I've noticed over the last few years is, I, I don't want to say disengagement with the college, but having traveled around a lot and, and moved a lot and had a lot of job changes, um, I just found I wasn't engaged as often as I should be. And, and while you know I managed to support the college financially every year, it's not the same. Um, just writing a check, right, is coming back on campus and, and seeing friends and all of that. And, and with COVID, right, it's been even harder over the last couple of years. So when um, Clarence reached out, I was, I thought, oh, what a great way to really get involved and contribute and give back in multiple ways. And um, so for me, that, that's really interesting for me. And it's not a one or two year commitment necessarily. For me, this is, 
hey, you can really settle into an, a group that's trying to benefit the next generation and doing it, do it in a meaningful way with, with other people that um, you respect and have had similar experiences to you um, through the, their, their college uh, career. Although Robin's career has covered several industries in the Northeast, Midwest, and the South, she says that the one thread that has run throughout her career is curiosity. And a lot of that was nurtured while she was a Monmouth student. I, I think um, I think one of the things I think about, how did I go from being an entry-level accountant to being a president of a division? is I have a level of curiosity. And I think finance suits that well because you can ask questions about all different areas in the business, right? Why why are sales like that? Or why um, do we do this for that customer, but we don't do it for another customer? Why is the manufacturing plant operating this way or that way? And that that curiosity and ability to learn from others and not judge, but absorb a bunch of information and then help create a good decision for the organization, I think has really what has benefited me and allowed me to do a bunch of different things or or different things with different organizations in different capacities um, throughout my career. And actually I, I credit Monmouth a lot because there isn't, one track. Um, I I wasn't in a box where all you learn how to do is do accounting, right? You get this broad education that gives you the ability to explore different areas and ask questions and work with different kinds of people in a way that helps you grow and hopefully benefits the other group of individuals you're working with as well. For me in my career, when I've been able to make job moves or I've gotten opportunities and but I've been changing companies, I doubt that somebody necessarily looks at my resume and says, oh, this person has a bachelor's, a master's and a CPA. And that's the reason we're hiring that person for the job. It it may get me in a stack that um, gives me the opportunity to talk about my experiences. But it's, it's really um, what I'm able to articulate, how I engage with others and you know, the successes I've had in the past. And as I mentioned before, I think a lot of that comes from just this general curiosity um, that was you know, encouraged at, at Monmouth and um, has given me the ability to, to kind of expand my horizons and learn more about the business and that, that just gives me the opportunity to to do more and you can do anything. It isn't just about your credentials, right? Robin says that there was a lot she liked about her Monmouth experience, beginning with the college's family atmosphere. I loved I loved the small aspect of Monmouth. I, I love the fact that we all ate in one um one common dining room. Um, so that You may not know every single person's name, but everyone looked familiar to you. And uh, I liked the different things that we could get involved in, the different amenities, whether it was um, watching my friends who were athletes and the sporting events, or um, I was a Kappa, so um, I was in a sorority. 
um, and doing um, participating through that. And then I had some really good friends and, and one of my best friends was um, from the area locally and her father actually was the chair of the physics department. And so um, getting to spend a little bit of family time off campus with her family was um, was a lot of fun as well. So I, I it wasn't all about school and academics. There was enough of that, but it wasn't all just a, a party either. Um, and throughout the whole time, no matter what you wanted to do or what you, you know, had questions about, there was always somebody to go to that could help you answer that or, or support you in that process. About 85% of U.S. households have some kind of ice cream product in their freezer. And in case you were wondering, Robin does have a favorite flavor of ice cream. No, I do have a favorite flavor. I get a little bit of flack um, from my team on this, but mint chocolate chip is my favorite. And I, and I like the glow in the dark green mint chocolate chip, right? That, that is my favorite. That's Robin Galloway. She's a 1990 Monmouth College graduate and the newest member of the Monmouth College Board of Trustees. You can read more about Robin in the news and events section of the Monmouth College website to get there. Point your browser to monmouthcollege.edu slash news. And that's going to be a 30 for this 13th edition of Monmouth College's 1853 podcast of the 2020-2022 school year. I hope you've enjoyed this program. Tell us what you think by firing off an email to us at news at monmouthcollege.edu. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Until our next edition, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. So long, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Have a nice day and stay healthy. Thank you.